Welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. We're dispensing stories of success from across the continuum of care. I'm your host, Hillary Blackburn. Thanks for joining us to learn from leaders throughout the pharmacy industry. This podcast. Our guest is Ramsey Yakub, who is a PharmD and is the Chief Pharmacy Officer at RX Sense, uh, where he oversees the clinical side of the health tech company that provides transparency and access to consistently low prices on prescription drugs. He provides clinical gui- guidance to clients, lends expertise and oversight to program development and oversees compliance for standards of care and safety. Prior to RxSense, he was Director of Client Services at Catalyst Health Solutions, then Catamaran, where he was a Senior Clinical Consultant to large health plans and premier clients. He also spent several years as AVP of health plans with solid benefit guidance. Ramsey holds his Doctor of Pharmacy degree from the University of Florida and is based in Florida. Ramsey, welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Thank you, Hillary. Glad to be here and excited to have uh, this conversation. Yeah, well, we're excited to chat with you and learn a little bit more. We're always, you know, trying to figure out about low-cost medications. Um, that's the area of pharmacy where I am in uh, in my day job as well. Uh, but first, uh, now that our listeners have heard a little bit about your background, maybe you can fill in any gaps from that intro or share a little bit about your personal life. Yeah, sure. So thanks for uh, thanks for the intro. Um, you know, started off in, in the retail setting. Um, my career actually, um, even prior to becoming a pharmacist, I um, worked at Eckerd Pharmacy, which no longer exists as yeah. a as a technician, and kind of grew up through that through that space. Um, was always interested, um, you know, and kind of grew up there, and, and went to pharmacy school. Um, later on, after graduating pharmacy school, uh, went back to retail, worked retail for, for a couple of years and, you know, really wanted to explore what was, you know, what else was out there in pharmacy, quite honestly. Um, in school, you, you know, for me, it was only kind of learned about um, hospital pharmacy, retail pharmacy, and, and really being, um, you know, a teacher and educator in, in a pharmacy school. So, you know, got introduced into the, the PBM industry, which is, um, you know, very interesting industry. And, and I've been in that industry uh, for about 17 years now, um, you know, through uh, the companies you described, Catalyst Health Solutions, Optum, and, and even some consulting in the PBM industry. Um, you know, it's been a great, great run. And I think it's a great, um, you know, something that a lot of pharmacists don't know about, even especially the ones in, um, in pharmacy school, it's just not talked about too much. So I try to educate as, as much as I can, uh, just different opportunities for pharmacists. It's not always just retail or hospital or whatever. There's a lot of opportunities in pharmacy. So, so glad to be here and, you know, bring some, uh, you know, education on what, what this industry is and, and really what, what we're doing in our extents as well. Yes, I completely agree. And that's, Definitely one of the goals of the podcast is to share about pharmacists like yourself who um, have interesting career paths and um, to just get more exposure. So now you are at a startup, uh, or um, maybe talk to us a little bit first about uh, RX Sense and you know the founding um, and you know what is that company. 
Yeah, would love to. So RxSense was founded in 2015. So um, I don't know if we're still a startup anymore, but <laughs> but growing rapidly and and trying to innovate in in a space that's that's been you know using old technology for for a pretty long time. And the PBM industry has been around you know 20, 30 years. Um, and when you you know really look under the covers of the technologies being used, it's it's just old old technology that was created a long time ago and really hasn't been kept up to speed on what where we are today in technology and it's you know it's just band-aids on top of band-aids to fix that so with our extents the vision um, really was to innovate in this in the healthcare technology space especially in the pharmacy uh, PBM industry um, so our founder and CEO Rick Bates um, you know uh, a lot of us uh, the executives on the um, RX sense team worked with him at, at catalyst and you know like I said he wanted to 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 innovate in this space that we've seen that, you know, we had challenges a long time ago at Catalyst. So brought a team of um, healthcare executives that know the PBM industry, been in that industry for a long time, and also brought um, tech uh, experts as well, you know, ones that have been in Silicon Valley and, and understand what's what's the newest and greatest in tech and really blended the two together to come up with our accents. And, and, and really our goal is a couple things. We want to, you know, like I said, to bring innovative technology and help uh, customers innovate in this in this industry that that hasn't seen a lot of in, uh, innovation in technology in a, in a long time. Um, the other is to bring affordable medications um, to consumers and transparency in this in this industry as well. So, you know, RxSense really is broken down into I'd say two main divisions. Uh, the first one is our enterprise platform solution. Within that, we have two main platforms. Uh, one is our RX Agile platform, which is the uh, claims adjudication system for pharmacy. So this is the backbone of what you know pharmacy uh, PBMs use, and this is what you know how claims process when you go fill a prescription at a pharmacy. Um, this is the, the the tool that the pharmacist at the retail setting really kind of talks to the health insurance or the the, the payer. Uh, to understand, you know, what's covered, what's not covered, what the co-pays, the benefits and all of that. So we, we've created a, a brand new um, cloud-based um, high-tech uh, adjudication system um, to bring, you know, efficiencies and, and modernization to this area. Um, our other main platform that we've created is RxIQ, which is our analytics and reporting um, uh, tool as well, which, which, which you know, surrounds Rx Agile. Um, we talked about RX Agile as being the brain. RX AQ is kind of the the intel that goes outside of that, right? So you you know to manage benefits, to manage pharmacy, you really have to have the data and the insights to know what's happening to help your help customers, help patients, improve health outcomes, um, improve cost, and and you know really what our our goal is. So you know our you know that that's our our main you know one one of the main divisions uh, within um, RX Sense and and um, you know we can go into a little further later on. The other division is is our direct consumer and that is branded under single care. Um, you know the the vision of single care really is to help bring um, uh, affordability to patients that and, and medication access to patients that that may not always have that. Um, again, it. Healthcare and, and pharmacy drug costs is always a, a challenge, right? You never know what, what the medication is going to cost when you go to the pharmacy. There's anxiety at times going to a pharmacy, bringing a new prescription because you don't know if your insurance is going to cover it. Uh, you don't know how much it's going to cost. 
Um, so, you know, we wanted to bring some of that transparency and education on the forefront to consumers. So single care is a free prescription saving service program. Um, it's easy to use. We have a mobile app and also a website, which consumers can, or patients can download the app, uh, go on the website and they simply enter in their medication and it will show up the, the prices that we've negotiated with major retail pharmacies in the area. And they can help them find the lowest cost. Um, you know, it, it may be a pharmacy right down the street, maybe a pharmacy a little bit further away, but helping bring that transparency and that education to consumers, to patients, to, to be better consumers of healthcare. Um, so we think it's an important tool, um, help bring affordability uh, to medications for patients maybe that don't have insurance or, you know, they're in the deductible phase and, and various areas like that. Um, you know, so it's it's something that we're very proud of that we brought to the market. It's helped millions of people um, in America save and, you know, save up to about 80% of their medications. Okay. Well, um, that's definitely a lot going on. And of course, we hear about drug prices and that's been an ongoing hot topic for uh, the American people, and we just haven't been able to figure out how to solve that um, because, you know, as you men- mentioned, it's a pretty complex um, problem uh, in a complex system. So, you know, we, and we've we've created, um, you know, legislation after legislation to um, kind of cobble together all of that. So let's let's jump back to RX Sense. Now, who is the customer for RX Sense? Like who who pays for that service and um, and how does that integrate into the pharmacy system? Because uh, you know interoperability is always um, one of the challenges when we think about new technology systems. So. Yeah, absolutely. So our main customers really are um, a, a couple, a couple fold. So one, it's it's customers that want to be their own PBM, right? So um, now there's you know there, there's conglomerates of PBMs, large PBMs. You know, always kind of referring to the big three um, that that you know have their own uh, health insurance companies as well integrated throughout. Um, and it's hard for regional health plans and Others that want to break away from the mold, um, break away from the major carriers or break away from the PBMs to, to be their own PBM, to make decisions that is in the best interest of their members and their and their consumers. Right. So, you know, our technology really makes it efficient and easy for customers to be to be their own PBM, um, to to operate in that fashion and to operate what's in the best interest of them. So that's one of our main customers that we we go after and that and that can include um, you know health insurance companies that again want to break away from from the big the big guys that are out there um, it just, could be well just to stop you there you sure. may want to can you mention some of the the big three just in case oh sure yeah clear <laughs> yeah so the big three really I, I would talk about Express Scripts uh, CVS Caremark and and um, Optum which Optum's owned by United Healthcare. Um, Express Scripts uh, formed a uh, partnership with with Cigna, and um, you know CVS is is formed with Aetna. So they're all kind of grouped in together with with uh, health insurance companies. So you know that's what we uh, you know uh, um, 
you know, it, I guess in the industry, I apologize, uh, the big three, <laughs> uh, those three players. So, you know, really it's, it's, yeah, like, so I, like, like I said, health insurance companies that want to break away from do their own thing, be their own PBM, um, and make the decisions that's best for, you know, in their own, their own interest. Um, okay. also new. Yep. Go ahead. So, so health insurance plans, um, are one of your main customers. Do you also go for self, uh, insured employer groups, or have you begun to work with any uh, health systems that are interested in forming their own PBMs? I was sitting at uh, a small conference uh, last week, and several of the health systems were saying, we want to start our own PBM. So uh, it's definitely a hot topic for yeah. pharmacy, uh, the, the pharmacy business. Yeah, no, absolutely. So we are, yeah, it's not just health insurance companies. I mean, they, they generally are are probably the most further along because they have, it takes a lot to be a PBM, right? To do all the things mm-hmm. you have to do. And they're usually the further along, but we've had a lot of interest in, um, you know, hospital organizations, TPAs, others that want to be their own PBM. This is just, um, it, it's, it's, it, there's been a lot of interest across the board on that. It's just a little bit harder, especially in the employer groups. Um, you know, large employer groups are definitely um, vetting out this process and looking to to move in this way as well. Because again, they 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 have the power to, if, as long as they're large enough, they have the power to kind of manage this and do this themselves as well. So, really, all of the above is what we're looking for, and especially the ones when you're talking about health systems. You know, they usually own their own pharmacies. They have, you know, may have their own specialty pharmacies, mail order pharmacies. So they want to contain all of that in their own ecosystem. And it's harder when you have, you know, you're if you're working with a larger PBM that again has their own specialty pharmacy or has their own mail order. There's there's always this um, competition to who's going to get those medications. We, you know, we don't we're we're impartial to all of that. We don't own any pharmacies, so. You know, the hospital systems is a great opportunity because, you know, we can provide the technology and the platform to, to help them become their own PBMs. And they can they can keep that within their own ecosystems, within their own pharmacy to deliver the lowest cost, within their own, um, you know, their own employees to deliver that lowest cost as well. Um, and it's a great opportunity for them as well. Mm-hmm. So with RxSense, do you have to get any of the participating pharmacies to agree to use your software or how does that work? So the great thing on the pharmacy side is there is a standard of uh, technology standard called NCPDP um, that all the um, you know individual pharmacies uh, have to conform to within their own systems they use. And, you know, we, we follow those standards to, to do that. So luckily, as long as we follow those standards, um, you know, we're in compliance with all the retail pharmacy chains and, and can interact with them. So we don't have any of the interoperability um, challenges that you mentioned as well that, you know, there's enough of that going on <laughs> in other systems, um, but luckily not not from the pharmacy adjudication side. Okay. Um, yeah, definitely interesting. So, you know, Switching gears to your direct-to-consumer product, Single Care, um, which is an app, and then do you also have a card, or or what does that look like? We do, yeah. So um, we we do have cards that um, you know you can find them in usually in your pharmacies or in doctors' offices. 
you can go on the website, singlecare.com or download the app and you can uh, download a, a card right then and there or, you know, download it on your phone and, and show it at the pharmacy. So it's really easy to use. Like I said, a member would, would you know, go to the app or the website, enter in their medication, find the pharmacy that they want to, um, you know, fill the medication app at and they would just download the card and show that when they go to the pharmacy with the prescription just show that card at the pharmacy um and then that's that's the price that will pay um it's also very helpful you know i encourage uh, you know my family friends everyone anytime you go to a doctor even if you don't use um the app or um the site for the drugs because you have insurance or whatever it may be it's just really good education um, if a doctor is prescribing something new to you um, you have an opportunity to look at what the cost of that is. And you can have that conversation with that physician. You know, maybe there's alternatives, maybe there's generics or other ways um, to help save money in the long run um, for that. So, um, you know, again, I, I think it's, there's a, there's, a, there's a huge educational component that we also try to bring um, in single care on how consumers, you know, what are tips they can do to save money um, how to have those conversations with their physicians on looking at alternatives or help, help them to save money. Um, you know, the worst thing that, that we are, you know, all trying to avoid is people that need medications to not be able to get it because of uh, affordability. And, you know, like you said, there's been legislation to try to help with this and reduce drug costs, but, um, you know, there, there's always something more we can do as far as education and allowing patients to be just better consumers of, um, of healthcare, um, you know, in general. Mm -hmm. So how do you differentiate single care? There are a lot of different, uh, drug discount cards out there right now. Uh, of course, one of the very popular ones that, uh, as of late is GoodRx. Mm -hmm. Um, what do you, you know, how do you, uh, recommend single care as compared to some of the other ones? Yeah, uh, you're, you're absolutely right. There's, there's a lot out there. I think, you know, our, our biggest differentiators is, you know, we're, we're using our own technology to manage the drug prices. And, and what that means to consumers is stability in the drug prices. You know, we keep our prices low and consistently low. Um, you're, you're not going to see wide variations in, in the drug prices from month to month. Um, so you can, you can, you know, feel safe that when you're using single care, the prices will, will continue to kind of be the, where they are to stay stable and, and hopefully continue to go down as, as we're, we're, um, you know, as we're managing that as well. The other big differentiator for us is we own our own, um, we, we contract directly to the retail chain. So, you know, like Walgreens, CVS, Walmarts, all the major, we, we're directly negotiating with them. So there is no middleman. There's nothing else in there. Um, and, you know, I think that's, that helps, uh, you know, that puts us in a great position to provide and, and low and, you know, provide the lowest cost medications to the consumers themselves. Mm -hmm. And then how is, um, RX sense paid in that model? Um, good RX operates more similarly to a PBM. And so they're getting a small percentage of each transaction um, or each prescription that's run uh, using their card, um, how does it work for RxSense to be paid on the, the single care discount card? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the main driver for, for most of the retail 
chains to work with us is increased traffic to bringing in more consumers into um, into the pharmacies to shop and do other things as well. So that's you know the 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 volume that we can help bring through our marketing efforts and through the single care name certainly helps us to be able to negotiate and contract with pharmacies. Um, I would say we also do have a similar model as a GoRx where we do uh, uh, have uh, a small fee that's captured on a per claim basis. I would say one thing that's, um, you know, with us, it's very transparent. It's not a percentage. It's just a flat fee. Um, so the pharmacies really enjoy working with us because they understand they know what that fee is. There's no hidden costs. It's a flat fee. Um, that's, that's, um, you know, build back to the pharmacy. So they know they understand that and, and it helps, you know, that transparency is what helps us uh, be different than what's out there in the marketplace and help, you know, deliver the lowest costs possible to our uh, customers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so speaking of pharmacies uh, in the past year or, or more, um, there has, there's been a little bit of uh, a drop in foot traffic with, with COVID, but I think that's picked back up. Um, and then of course, you know, pharmacists uh, um, have been essential workers throughout the entire time because people need to be able to to get access to their medicines. What are some of the things and trends that you've been seeing uh, related to retail pharmacies? Yeah, I mean, COVID, you know, I think there's there's been a trend. Uh, well, let me take a step back. So I think there's been a trend in the industry for pharmacies to kind of adapt and be more health center set, uh, centric, meaning it's not just pharmacy. Now we're seeing uh, clinics, um, you know, onsite clinics into the pharmacies. Um, so you have, um, you know, physicians and, and nurse practitioners kind of diagnosing right in the pharmacy where patients can go there um, and then get their medications from there as well. Pharmacies are being very involved or pharmacists are very involved in vaccinations um, and supporting. So you're seeing this shift, um, especially at the, the big retail chains and others just being, you know, total healthcare. Um, um, providers, right. In, in all aspects. So that we saw that shift that's been happening. I think that's going to continue to happen as a one-stop shop to make it simple to get your healthcare, not have to go to 10 different places to, you know, to go one place to get diagnosed, one place to get your labs, one place to get your medications. It's just, it's, it's cumbersome. So simplifying, I think is we'll continue to see that. Um, the other trend we were seeing prior to COVID, and I think accelerated as well, is kind of the, the digital remote monitoring trend as well. And with COVID, we saw a tremendous increase in that with remote monitoring, um, a lot of new technology that's coming out there um, to, to monitor diabetes and other health conditions remotely um, to help ensure that patients are you know meeting their needs and, and, and meeting their goals as well. So. We're going to see a lot more of that, I think, in the future and use the technology to drive that as well. Um, and like I said, remote monitoring is another where it was very, very new to everybody. But I think everyone adapted, um, you know, physicians and patients were using that. I think now we're kind of going back. You're absolutely right. I think we're starting to see more foot traffic and going back to physicians, offices and things like that. But I think that's here to stay and we'll continue to see that, uh, see that grow. Um, additionally, you know, delivery systems like, you know, mail order pharmacies and additional options to deliver to your home and things like that have uh, increased and we'll continue to see that to, to bring, um, um, to, to be able to bring more, um, efficiency and, and convenience to, to consumers versus always having to go to the pharmacy. But 
you can never, you know, miss that interaction, the patients and the pharmacists. I mean, like you said, they were uh, frontline workers during the whole COVID situation and, and helped a tremendous amount of people throughout the situation where maybe they needed advice and couldn't see their doctor or patients needed advice, couldn't see their doctors. Um, you know, the, the pharmacists are the health are the, the front lines of that. And, and one thing we did in, in, um, in October um, and really in, in coordination with American Pharmacists Month in October is we, we, we've done this, this is our third year where we've had best of the best pharmacy awards um, where we've highlighted and recognized, um, you know, really people that have gone above and beyond pharmacists that have gone, uh, gone above and beyond pharmacy technicians and also pharmacy teams as well. Right. So um, really just to recognize these people um, that have done a tremendous job throughout the year and every year. And, and we just want to celebrate that at, at single care. We do, like I said, this is our third year doing it. We're going to continue to do it. Um, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun um, to hear these stories and, and uh, to see what outstanding work they're doing out in the, in the field as well. Yeah. Awesome. Love getting to see that in the celebration of pharmacists. Uh, so Ramsey, as one of our final questions that we love to ask all of our guests is what is some advice that you would tell your younger self or for others out there who are just getting started in their career? Yeah, I think for me, it's, it's explore the opportunities that, that are out there. Um, especially, you know, if we're talking pharmacy, like I said, I think from the beginning, what I, what I stated is, um, you know, it was kind of narrow, narrow focused as far as what the opportunities were in pharmacy, but it's grown so much and there's so many opportunities um, in, in this space, um, you know, to, to explore and to find what's out there. And, and for me, I think what's, what's been very interesting, especially with RxSense, um, you know, I'm in this role where it's not just pharmacy, it's using my pharmacy knowledge, using my pharmacy background, but melding that with new tech and, and technology. And it's, you know, for me, it's very interesting. Um, you know, it's a, you don't, you wouldn't think those two things kind of go to hand in hand, but they do work well and it's, it's a great, it's a great opportunity. So, um, yeah, that my advice is to ask a lot of questions early on, see what's out there, um, explore, um, what's out there and, and don't, don't think you, you know, you know, if you're, if you're going to a pharmacy to, uh, studying pharmacy and being a pharmacist, it's not just retail, it's not just hospital. Um, there's a lot more that's out there. Absolutely. Well, we so appreciate you uh, spending some time with us to tell us a little bit more about, um, you know, newer companies that are out there and uh, some of the ways that we can leverage that to help educate consumers and hopefully uh, bring some more transparency and lower uh, lower costs overall. So thank you so much, Ramsey, for being a guest on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Thank you, Hillary. Had a great time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Talk to Your Pharmacist, produced by the Pharmacy Advisory Group. If you liked this episode, let us know by subscribing to the podcast, rating, and reviewing it. Share it with friends. And if you want to be a guest or know a pharmacist leader who has a great story to tell, connect with me, Hillary Blackburn, on LinkedIn and check out our Facebook page, Pharmacy Advisory Group, for updates on new podcasts. Thanks for listening. 